to Always Invited, a podcast by the Art of Hospitality Co. I'm your host, Kenzie Peters. And I'm your co-host, Bella Ponce. We're just two friends with a passion for making people feel valued and empowering them to do the same. Hospitality has become a lost art form in our generation, and it's time we reclaim it for what it was truly designed to be. Learn and grow with us as we talk about the purpose, posture, and practice of biblical hospitality alongside other women who inspire and model a lifestyle of service. So come on in, pull up a chair, and remember, you're always invited. Bella! (laughs) We're here. We're in the moment. We're creating a podcast. Oh, yes. Welcome. Thank you for having me. To this moment. (laughs) This has been a dream for quite a while now, and Mm. so it feels like a dream that it's beginning, and we're so glad that y'all are here, listening. There's a key word in there to tell you where we're all. (laughs) Where we all (laughs) are? Yes. I've already got a southern twang, because we're we're currently in Waco, Texas. Indeed. Um, We're roommates, and we haven't gotten tired of each other yet, but TBD. Um, (laughs) So, Bella... Why don't you just start us off by giving us a little backstory of why we're here, what is this all about, the art of hospitality, mm-hmm. maybe even like why we're friends, I don't know, just, yeah. just hiss. Yeah, so it all started back in college, uh, we actually, a long time ago, <laughs> a long time ago in college, and I met Ken's my junior year, we met in a Bible study. Um, and one of the first conversations that we had after Bible study was just about our mutual interest um, for hospitality and more speaking towards Magnolia. We just loved what Magnolia, the lifestyle art of homemaking company, was really doing. Um, and then kind of in that time when I was working towards my senior project, Um, at CBU. I was really starting out with just doing food, photography, product, and then kind of as my senior year approached, our capstone, our senior project was to capture something and that was going to be the length of two semesters. And so kind of going back to our friendship and how much the Lord grew it in that time, I was like, Kenzie, we should work together. And this is kind of like a long-awaited thing that we had been wanting to do um Mm -hmm. but just didn't know when in the free time of our college years we were gonna have the chance to do that and so um I wanted to choose a topic for my senior project that kept me engaged and something that I was willing to learn about and so from that I kind of thought about the impact of food and the role that it had on my life which always led to hospitality and I think even like reflecting back on moments where I had felt the most loved those moments commonly took place in a person's home and it was usually gathered around a table and it was because of that moment when I thought about that I realized that that was what I wanted to do for my senior project it was wanting to mimic with photography the experience that I had lived in my life through hospitality and um, it was definitely the direction that I wanted to go in so then I kind of brought Ken's into the mix yeah you came in to calm community life one day and you were like we need to collaborate and I was like I would love to but I don't know if I have time because I was super stressed with projects for preface you're a photography major or you were Mm -hmm. I'm graphic design so 
both creative people but different outlets which was just really cool to like see our differences but how well we work together and our styles just like naturally coexist and tell a similar story so anyway I was like yeah I'd love to collaborate but I don't know if I have time and then literally that week I was in an art direction class which is just about like how to cohesively tell a story through a project from start to finish and my new project assignment was to create a magazine on any niche topic and collaborate with at least one other creative and I was like this is literally perfect I can pick Bella we can do hospitality create a magazine on what hospitality looks like um, more specifically how to throw an event or a gathering in your own home so pitched the idea to my professor I was super stoked about it like this I had the vision fellows gonna take all the photos we're gonna host these parties and it was gonna be great and so that was just kind of the the starting point of magic to come like our dynamic working together was incredible and just so life-giving um and I think as I like started the project I realized how passionate about passionate about the topic I was um Bella had already been like thinking about this and growing in it and I just like hasn't I hadn't like thoughtfully been like thinking about hospitality but once I started I realized like oh this is something that's been a part of my everyday life for as long as I can remember because my mom has been just the utmost example of a host to or a hostess to me um growing up like she would just constantly have people over whether they're strangers or family or friends or my own personal friends like as a little kid having like little parties or um having friends over for dinner and she would just always take the time, um, even on a last-minute occasion, just to invite people in, make them feel welcome um, in simple ways, too. Not just, like, extravagant dinner parties, but, like, serving taquitos, like, shit out of the freezer, but, like, plating them in a way that made people feel special. So I've grown up around that, and I realized that people my age, specifically women, have not always been blessed with that example. And so it's not translating into their lives now. And I've had that example. So like hospitality comes more naturally to me and I really enjoy hosting friends, but I can see that it's not something common in my generation anymore. And it's not very valued. I think people our age like are really good at hanging out and like we'll go to coffee shops and restaurants and get takeout and like we're good at, coexisting and hanging out but there's like a lack of intention when it comes to inviting someone over into your personal space and sacrificing your time and your resources and your attention and like just taking a moment to like enjoy life together live life together within the home um so I just think that's missing and so anyway as I was doing this project I was like wow this is something I'm like really interested in Bella's teaching me a lot like inspiring me and just learning more about the topic so that was a lot but you can comment like how did that magazine project develop for you and just like what did you learn in the process as we worked on it together yeah I think originally I had no expectations of just when we thought about we wanted to collab together I was like yeah like let's do it and I think just God took um such a beautiful opportunity and moment in our lives to really like show us what he can do with it Um, and talents and gifts and when it's done in community and with partnership with one another and creating um, art that reflects the goodness truth and beauty in the gospel and so 
with this scene it was a great conversation starter with people in the classroom and um i mean just the feedback that we got from it was just incredible people that you know normally we don't talk to and just coming up and being like yeah like it was really cool that you guys did that i really would be interested in getting a zine of my own Mm -hmm. and so i think for me it really just showed what like faithfulness to what the lord has called us to do and just like allowing him and giving him space to just take it to miraculous heights yeah so that's how the art of hospitality was birthed as a magazine the tagline for context was six step six steps to hosting an intentional gathering so we hosted two gatherings at my house, my parents' house, and we had friends over from school. It was kind of a random assortment of people, which was honestly the Lord and just how that all played out. Because it was like a mad last-minute rush to like get people to come. It was organic, though. Yes, at the same That's time. Right. It was like open invite, like whoever can come, but the right people came. Mm-hmm. And they were like very blessed by it, even though it was a photo shoot technically, like it was still an intentional and like real gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those photos were used in the magazine kind of just to show readers and the audience like how you can practically host a gathering. And it's not super intense, not super expensive, just use the things that you have to bless people. So that was fall semester, end of fall semester, fall 2022. So we went on Christmas break and we actually sold several copies of the zine, the magazine. And Mm -hmm. I was shocked by that. I was like, that was not the goal. Like, this is just a surplus of what the Lord is doing. Like people are actually interested and want to be a part of this and learn more with us, which was just really, really special. Um, and so with that, I was like, maybe this is something to be continued. Like Bella was still doing, you were still doing your senior project in the spring. So I was like, well, she's continuing it. Maybe I should. I, um, needed to start my capstone, senior capstone project spring semester. And the same thing as Bella, like we could pick any, any topic of our choice. My thought was, well, what if I take the art of hospitality magazine and turn it into a brand and a community? where people can continue learning. It can be a space where anyone can come and just learn more about biblical hospitality, being encouraged and equipped um, to practice it every day. So that transpired into a website, an Instagram page, and then ultimately an event that was hosted in April um, where a bunch of women came together in a local coffee shop space and learned about practical hospitality. We had a live Q&A panel Um, having women from various seasons and stages talk about their experiences and stories. It was just a beautiful, beautiful day. I am still blown away when I think about all that God orchestrated for that to get pulled off. And shout out to Bella. Like, she was just there throughout the whole entire process of me planning that thing. Like, it was crazy. I'm just so blessed by all the people that came together and made that happen. Um, Even then, too, like, just the feedback of what I heard, what Kenzie did, and just setting that up, like, I've been inspired and encouraged, and I mean, these were coming from people that graduated from CU, that were no longer students, that still took the time and energy to drive, you know, Mm -hmm. 30 plus minutes away from wherever they were living to come to the event, and have them, like, bring a sibling or two, or a friend, who's not necessarily exposed to the gospel all the time, and so, yeah, um, just the feedback was truly something that was a huge answer to prayer yeah and probably some of you listening were there so 
thank you for coming. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I hope it was a blessing to you. And maybe there will be more events to come. Um, we'll see, TBD. But for <laughs> now, we have a podcast, which yeah. is why we're here. Yes. And, yeah, we just, our hope with this is to kind of continue the conversation, bring people in from more of a broader audience. But, yeah, you want to share, like, what's the heart of the podcast and kind of just going forward, like, what's the goal? Yeah, I think with this podcast, we just hope that our generation of women and so much more would be inspired um, to be hospitable, practice this lost art form, and um, to practice the art of hosting. And I think it's something that we're learning still and something that we're excited to continue to learn. And so we just thought, well, if we preach community, why not, you know, invite community in to learn and grow with us as we do this? So. So, with that being said, Ken's, what is biblical hospitality? How would you how would you define it? Mm, first, let's just say what it's not. Let's let's go backwards and say what culture thinks it is, but what it actually is not. So, I think first we could say that it's not entertainment. There's a big difference between entertaining and hospitality, and culture blurs the line a lot. So, in culture we steer steer away from intentionality and we feel like there has to be um or it feels like we need to put up a front for the sake of keeping our guests engaged um we feel like we have to just entertain them we live in a culture of entertainment we go we go places we pay money to be entertained we look at our phones to be entertained so we think that inviting people over to our house is about entertaining them and it's just not true like that's not the heart of biblical hospitality because that requires a ton of money a ton of extra stuff that's going to impress people and it's just not it's not the same so bella what is true biblical hospitality if it's not entertainment yeah well i think even kind of speaking into the greek translation of hospitality it's the love and the welcome of a guest or a stranger And so biblical hospitality is rooted to reflect the gospel. And in Mark 10, 45, it says, Jesus came to serve, not to be served, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now a little bit of context of what's happening here. He offered himself as the ultimate sacrifice. He completed the ultimate act of service on our behalf because we deserved the wrath that needed to be poured out for our sins and he came and stepped down from heaven to stand in our place mm-hmm. and to serve us um, in a place of humility and full obedience that we can't do ourselves as sinful humans. And so hospitality is an invitation for someone to gather in a home and share a meal, which mirrors God's great welcome into the kingdom. It is a display of the gospel through tangible acts of love and service and we are placing the needs of those um, before us. And that mm-hmm. is all because of those lives who have been changed by the gospel. And we have the opportunity to tell others about this invitation mm-hmm. of salvation um, yeah. and practice that. And I'd like to add, like, Jesus was all about food. Like, when he was here on earth, he dined with so many people, like, in the New Testament, in the gospels, like, He was always at people's houses. He invited himself over even and acted as the host in someone else's house so that he could actually, like, tangibly communicate his message and 
break bread with other people and so and by doing that like display the gospel so it's not just like this abstract concept like it displays the gospel but like it was practical tangible like in Jesus's life it was it was the way he lived and so when we get to dine around a table with other believers and with non-believers like we're getting to do what Jesus did which is just wild insane and Ken's did you know fun fact of the day that in the gospel of Luke Mm -hmm. there are over 50 references to food alone I believe it they know how to eat I wonder what (laughs) what was their favorite food I know they ate a lot of bread and fish but was it like Mediterranean? Ooh, because that Greek Street. Because <laughs> of the the area they were in, I don't know. Who knows? Mm. But all I know is that when we get to heaven, it's gonna be a feast, and mm. I'm stoked. All right. So back to what it's not. We we describe what it is, and that it's reflecting the gospel, and it's not entertainment. But it's also not exclusion. So the fact that Jesus dine with anyone and everyone we see that it's not exclusion it's not limited to a certain group of people yeah and I definitely don't think that just inviting your friends only like that's not bad that's a good thing to be in Mm -hmm. community but it's limiting and exclusion is not good and when the invitation to salvation is for everyone and Mm -hmm. the gospels make that very very clear if that is limited only to certain friends like what if it just stayed for the Jews no they needed to invite the Gentiles in there as well. Yeah. And so it's it's not good that it's only for the group of posse people. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I admit hospitality is fun and exciting when I think about inviting my friends over and my family. And that's, like, easy. Like, done. They're invited. Come on over. But it suddenly becomes challenging and, like, a heart check when I'm like oh what about inviting strangers like this happened even last week we were starting Bible study here in Waco um trying to get to know people at our church and outside and to be honest like I was challenged because we're like okay we'll put this invite in a huge group chat with 400 plus people young adults that go to our church and beyond and that made me nervous I was like what if there's like weirdos in there that want to like come to our house and like what if they just show up and like all these thoughts came into my head and I was like wow this is just telling of like my hesitancy to invite strangers into my life and especially my home because that's like the most vulnerable space and um I just kind of hold it tightly too much sometimes and just like and not to say that there shouldn't be boundaries or like wisdom when it goes into like who you should invite to your house because of course there's a safety measure and all that but as far as like just making preconceived judgments of people or having just irrational fears about strangers it's like no like this house is a gift and God has given it to me to store it and to invite other people into that and if I'm just limiting that limiting limiting that invitation to the five people I know in Waco like like you said, like, that's just a bummer. Like, so all I have to say, like, again, it, it reflects God's invitation to, to everyone. He, he doesn't limit his invitation to the gospel. So why should we limit our invitation and um, those opportunities to share the gospel with people? So this reminds me of Luke 14, um, when Jesus is literally dining at his enemy's house. He's in a Pharisee's house. 
and they're like closely watching him and making sure or seeing if they can accuse him of doing something wrong and he had just told a ter- uh, told a parable and he's explaining it to his host at the house he says when you give a luncheon or dinner do not invite your friends your brothers or sisters your relatives or your rich neighbors if you do they m- may invite you back and so you will be repaid but when you give a banquet invite the poor the crippled the lame the blind and you will be blessed although they cannot repay you you will be, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous So I feel like that's just a beautiful picture of the kingdom of God. It's not bad to invite your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your relatives, but like that's easy. You will most likely get repaid in one way or another, whether that's like monetarily or like they invite you back or it's just like the friendship. The friendship is easy and that's how you get repaid is mutual benefit. But when you invite people that are poor, crippled, lame, blind, and they don't have a way of repaying you, like, that's true biblical hospitality that's so good yeah i just think a key thing is remembering that biblical hospitality once again is reaching beyond the boundary line Mm -hmm. of your friends it's not exclusive it is like you were saying it's for all yeah so so bella what is the last thing that biblical hospitality is not and culture says it is Mm, it is not only for the gifted or those that possess the resources. Um, we're 22, and our resources are small. Small, but <laughs> if anything, I felt challenged in working around those and practicing those creative skills. And so it's, I feel like most people don't practice it because they feel the pressure of having the perfect house, the ultimate Martha Stewart experience, like all the dishware and the matching plates, mm-hmm. the napkins, the you know, top ingredient organic food, the budget to buy the groceries, like all of these things people use as an excuse not to practice this. Mm -hmm. And while those things are nice, they are not essential. They Mm -hmm. are not ultimate. And God is so good in honoring that. Um, We just have to be willing to be faithful and obedient to do that. And so with that being said, Ken's like, what, what is it? How do you respond to that when someone says that to you? Yeah. When I'm I'm not gifted in hospitality. Like, Mm. girl, you are. Surprise. Um, (laughs) I just think it's like, it's not about gifting. It's just about doing. And it's doing life with one another in community. Again, when you like, when you step back and realize that hospitality is not about the home. It's not about the stuff. It's not about... The fancy plate to the meal it's about the people and when you break it down to that it's just it's just valuing people and inviting them into your life um and i think that's why a lot of times culture limits hospitality entertaining to special holidays or occasions because it's about it's about the the date on the calendar it's about the celebration um, more than the people. So we just miss out on doing day-to-day life together because we limit it to special occasions or holidays. Um, and I think scripture has a different idea of what this should look like. We see in Acts 2 um, when the early church is just forming and Jesus has gone back to heaven. He's left his disciples to form the early church. We see in verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, that is the early church, the Christians, and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers. 
they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as they as any had need and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes they received their food with glad and generous hearts praising god and having favor with all the people and the lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved so good yeah just like literal utmost example of what the christian life should look like sharing with your neighbor sharing with your brother and sister all that you have and not even compartmentalizing our lives to different homes but just like because i think we just we get in our routines we put people on calendars and then our community is just compart is a compartment of our life versus doing life together day after day and we just see here how the beauty of breaking bread and singing praises together and also we see this beauty happening within the the body of believers but at the end it says the lord added to their number day by day those who are being saved so i would i would have to think that other people that were not christians at that point were watching these people observing them and probably being even invited into that community and seeing like wow this is different this is special and i Mm -hmm. want to be a part of it and there's no other reason that this is happening but christ i just think that's a great understanding of when we are living life with other believers and we're inviting non-believers into that like they're just gonna like see that hopefully and want to have that and then i'll just like close with a quote that i has has really impacted me i think it's a great summary of all that we were talking about it's from rosaria rosaria butterfield who wrote an excellent book called the gospel comes with a house key so highly recommend but she says those that practice ordinary hospitality see their homes not as theirs at all but as god's gift to use for the furtherance of his kingdom they open doors they seek out the underprivileged they know that the gospel comes with a house key Woo! wow <laughs> yeah so cool thank you again kens for sharing your wisdom with us Thank um, you. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on our very first episode. Woo! Woohoo! You can look forward to future episodes where we will be talking about practical ways to carry out this true form of hospitality. And we will be sharing conversations with various women about how it can play out in the day to day life. Yes, we can't wait. We're so excited to keep growing with you, alongside of you. It's going to be a blast. Yes. Thanks again for coming and pulling up a chair. And remember, you're always invited.